Hi friends, this is Jen Barron and I am a certified general life coach and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. Thank you for joining me today. I always appreciate your time when you listen and try the things out because I want it to be helpful to you and your time is precious. So I appreciate you being here. I am currently sporting a sticker that I got from the doctor's office that is from uh, The Secret Life of Pets. It's the two main dogs, and I forget their names, but um, I gave myself that sticker because I went and did a difficult thing today. I went and had my annual exam. And just FYI, for those ladies out there, um, I am recording this on August 9th of 2021. And according to my doctor, um, if you have had normal um, screens in the past, then you only need to go once every five years. So I'm good for another five years. Knock on wood, everything comes back fine with this test result. So I gave myself that sticker because I did a difficult thing and I'm very proud of myself. That is probably one of the least favorite things um, as far as preventative tests. Um, Mammograms don't bother me. Um, I'm cool with getting my teeth cleaned. Um, You know, things like that I'm down with, but man alive, you get those stirrups out and ask me to scoot down towards the end of the table and I am all sorts of anxious and hating it and counting down the seconds. So anyway, so I've got my little sticker on and just as a reminder, um, check and see when, you know, when you're due for those screenings, because those are important. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is something that, um, that I've known that I've done before, but didn't really have a lot of words to put to it per se. Um, I'm currently listening to, actually I just finished it today, um, listening to the six part series that Brene Brown did on her podcast with her sisters, Ashley and Bennett. And it was really interesting. And it's about the, about her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. And in the particular, uh, episode that that I'm going to be talking about today on my podcast, um, it was a, a term that they call foreboding joy. And what that means for them is like something really good happens and then you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, I don't experience it that way. I, it's just kind of not how I lived my life or how my brain works. Um, I'm not really a, the other shoe is going to drop kind of person. Um, if that is you definitely still listen. If that's not you keep listening. Cause I think this is going to, um, ring true for, for all of us. But the piece that really kind of stuck out to me was when they were talking about how when we're experiencing a lot of joy or a lot of love, any like really big amount of our positive feelings, that that can be as difficult for us to take in for our central nervous system as it is when we're experiencing a lot of anxiety 
or a lot of grief, any, any of the negative emotions. And I just thought that was such an interesting way to look at it. And I hadn't thought about it that way. And, uh, and it was just really very, very eye opening to me because when we're experiencing high amounts of anxiety, for example, we want to get through that emotion as fast as possible. We want it to go away. We don't want to sit in it. We don't know how to process it. And it's just all sorts of uncomfortable. But that also happens with things like joy and love. And what that can look like when we're, when we're experiencing high amounts of it and then we're, we're kind of trying to like get ourselves back down to a level that we're comfortable with. It's like all of a sudden something happens and we are experiencing a surge of joy or a surge of love. Then what we'll do is we will, um, we will kind of like self-sabotage in another area because it's just so uncomfortable for our central nervous systems to feel that amount of joy or love. And it's like, it's like a high that your system is having a hard time processing. It doesn't know what to do with it. And so it just wants to squash it down as quickly as possible because it, it doesn't have a regular frame of reference for it. And I just thought that was so fascinating to look at it from that perspective. And then, of course, I had to kind of stop for a little bit and think about when I've done that and how I've done that. How have I like squashed my own joy because it was just so uncomfortable? And it's kind of difficult to even wrap our brains around it because when, when you think about that, it sounds so bizarre. Like why on earth would we do that? Why would we do that? Because we're doing so many other things in our lives to feel more joy, to feel more happiness, to feel more love. And then we get a surge of it from something. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? This is so uncomfortable. How do I, you know, get back down to a normal level, um, of that? How do I get it back into the range that I'm comfortable with, that I'm okay with, that doesn't feel like I'm going to like pop out of my skin or, or just like fidget and get all antsy. And thinking back, some of the ways that, um, that I've done it or still do it is, um, I might, uh, like overeat. I might, um, have more dinner that night than I want, um, or go for something like ice cream or chocolate when I'm not really hungry or if, or I might have more than what really is satisfying. Um, or I might have an extra glass of wine or an extra margarita when really that's, that, that doesn't increase the joy. It actually decreases the joy and the love and it, it really suppresses it. And maybe for other people that looks like if they got a promotion at work, then maybe they go and buy something really expensive. 
or if they're, you know, getting along really well um, with their mother-in-law, then maybe they pick a fight with their spouse. But it's it's this way that our that our brains try to balance out just a surge in any emotion, whether it's a positive emotion or a negative emotion. And I just thought it was something really interesting that I wanted to put out there and kind of bring to your attention so you can notice when you're doing that too, when when you've had like some great things happen in your life, um, was there then like a follow-up like negative thing happen? Like you're going along coasting really good, you get a raise of some sort, and then all of a sudden uh, your car needs, you know, $3,000 worth of, of repairs or something like that. It's, it's just kind of a way that we can draw negative things to us in order to get that, um, that kind of like that high from that joy or that love back down to a level that we're okay with. So. Just start paying attention and notice when, when you're doing that, when you're squashing your own joy or when you're pushing away love that someone is trying to, um, give to you, you know, someone that you want to receive their love, not like a stalker or, you know, someone, if, if their relationship isn't all that healthy, not talking about that in this episode, talking about someone that you want to receive love from. How do you not let yourself receive it? Or how do you sabotage that or take it back down to a level that you're used to, that you're comfortable with? Okay, so that's the first piece is just notice when you're doing that. And then the second piece is just like I will suggest with negative emotions, those uncomfortable emotions just allow it, name it, go through the senses. What color is it? Does it have a temperature? Does it have a speed? Does it have a texture? And can you feel it someplace in your body? And that really helps to bring your awareness to it. And it helps your whole being process that. Do the same thing with any big amount of a positive emotion. Do the exact same thing, which allows you to to just be with it and sit with it and not run from it and not squash it. So give those things a try. I'm going to be doing the exact same practices with you because I want to allow myself to feel more of those things. Um, but kind of like with, um, if you've ever made homemade pizza using dough, you know that you can't just stretch that dough really, really fast or you're going to get holes in it. You have to do it slowly and intentionally and deliberately. And the same thing goes for your, your emotional comfort zones. You know, if there's something that completely freaks you out and you are terrified to do it, you got to go slow. You got to take little baby steps and do the same thing with the positive things in your life. Just go slow, allow a little bit more. And if, well, let's go back to the, um, to the, the piece of, uh, allowing yourself to receive love from somebody, you know, hopefully this is someone who you can tell, Hey, 
I'm working on this thing. I heard about this concept and this is something that I do, but it's something that I want to improve upon. And so, uh, you know, just know that this is something I'm working on. I might want to talk to you about it and just open that conversation up and, you know, which is going to allow you to be more comfortable and, you know, give, give your partner or, you know, BFF or whoever this person is, you know, a heads up so that they can help you with that too. So, um, let me know how that goes for you. And I will, um, keep you posted on how it's going for me. Like everything else, it's a practice guys. It's a practice. We can't suddenly do a 180, um, and just, you know, everything is hunky dory. And now we can, you know, receive all of this greatness and awesomeness and, and love and stuff. It, it takes a little bit of, of tempering to be able to do. Um, and one other example I wanted to give you is, uh, we've all heard that more often than not, and I, I don't remember the statistic, but when people win the lottery within a handful of years, they're back to where they were before. And one of the reasons, there are a couple, but one of the reasons that they go back to where they were before is because they just don't know how to receive all of that. And it's so incredibly uncomfortable for them on an emotional, on an emotional basis. And so it, it just, it's really, I think a good example and one we can, um, can kind of see where that comes from. So just start noticing if you're squashing your own joy and um, talk to the person if someone else is involved and let them know what you're doing and just start slowly, slowly expanding your um, dough of joy, we'll call it. So thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Um, when you have a minute, I would really appreciate if you would subscribe, rate and review this podcast. It helps me and it helps other people become more aware of it. Thank you for listening. I am Jen Barron. I am a certified general life coach, and this was Reset Your Mindset.